What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Scrubs to MD. My name is Danny. And I'm Zane. And today we're going to continue talking about how to become a scrub and wrap up the med school's primary application process. Yeah, so we talked about personal statements. We talked about the MCAT. And now we're kind of going to wrap things up and just talk about the activities portion of the, the application because it's a pretty big section of your application. Um, yeah. There's a lot of meat to this. And uh, we're going to try to keep this short, though, because we we kind of talked about undergrad activities in previous episodes. So we're kind of going to focus right. on just writing, like the process of writing down these experiences now rather than yeah. the experiences themselves. So yeah, let's let's get into that. So basically on your MCAS application, they give you 15 spots to talk about 15 different activities. So um, it could really range from whatever you want, really. There's like 18 different categories that range from artistic endeavors to research, you know? So it could be <laughs> that the world is your oyster here. So, um, okay. but basically with each activity, um, you get around 700 characters, 700 character description for each one. Mm -hmm. And uh, on top of that, you have to add things like contact references. So yeah. maybe like someone's name, their position, phone number, email. Um, and just like a, the, again, the category of the activity and just like a title for the activity. And as well as your hours, that's, that's a big thing. And yeah. Did I miss anything, Zane? I think that's everything. Yeah. Oh, and like the dates you did them. So. Um, oh, right, right, right. Right. Yeah. So that's that's pretty much it. I maybe that seems like a lot. Maybe it doesn't. But I don't know. This probably took me the longest to write on my application. Oh, actually, I agree. Maybe the personal state. I, I don't know. I don't know. That, that that's I, tough. But. I would say my activity section took a lot more time. You think so? Yeah. Yeah, but um, like. Like I said, each like activity gets around 700 or exactly 700 characters, no more, uh, unless you get three what's called most meaningful experiences. And that those experiences can be an additional 1,325 characters. So for those, you get a good amount. I think that's like around maybe two and a half paragraphs or so, depending on how big your paragraphs are yeah. um, for those most meaningful. And you get three of those. So uh like we said, there's there's a lot of room here. The the world is your oyster. <laughs> so, uh, where should we start here? What do you think, Zane? Um, let's talk about like whether or not you actually need to fill up fifteen categories. Yes, yeah, I I feel like that's a pretty pretty common question. Kind of uh, the the neurotic pre med asks is, oh, do I need <laughs> to use all fifteen spots here? Like, or can I? Will I get denied if I only use fourteen or whatever? And yeah. I think I I think I ended up using all 15 spots. I don't know same about here. you. Same yeah, but I also know people who have gotten in with only like using 12 of the spots. So yeah. uh don't think it's really a requirement to use all 15. Again, we're yeah. not admissions people, but uh <laughs> I mean I think it's better, it's quality over quantity, right? That's the age-old mm -hmm. arguments where you yeah. just if you're basically kind of fibbing up. Uh, made up experience for to get to 15 I think it might be better to just leave that experience yeah out. yeah or like have like a five-hour experience that is just like you volunteering one time at one place like yeah it's not that unless like those five hours change your life then leave it out yeah <laughs> but uh 
like like we said, we talked about activities, but some of the common ones that people usually put on their AMCAS application are things like research, shadowing, some type of clinical experience. Mm -hmm. uh, what else? What else? Um, Employment. Maybe, yeah. Clinical or not clinical. Uh, publications, research, posters. Um, actually, I did want to get into something which was like how you list like your different publications and research you've done in undergrad, like on year. your application. So I don't know how you did that, Danny, but at least for me, I had a lot more like posters than like actual publications. So mm -hmm. I had like a separate activity section for my presentations and posters. And then in my actual research one, um, I kind of listed the one publication I had in that instead of making like an entirely new like publication sec activity on my application just to save a little bit of space but might have been it, you can kind of play around with that but I don't know if you did that any differently then yeah yeah I, I think I did something pretty similar um I, there's not like a special format that you're supposed to follow it's not like MLA format you know where you put everything in one thing yeah. um, but uh, yeah, I think I did something pretty similar to that for research. And another thing we should probably touch on is there's one of the categories is honors, awards, and recognition. So that's where yeah. you really put a lot of stuff like dean's list or, um, you know, some scholarships or some type of awards that you received. Mm -hmm. That you received. Um, I feel like that's that's pretty common among pre-meds because if you're going pre-med, you're probably doing pretty good in school or whatever. Exactly. So, yeah. <laughs> so I feel like those are some pretty generic ones. Um, one that's maybe like a unique generic one, I don't know, is hobbies. Mm -hmm. I, I feel like most people include like at least one hobby, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you want to make yourself seem like a person, right? Instead of just, you know, a pre-med robot so yeah. you do your best with the hobbies and we, we've gotten into <laughs> tangents about hobbies before on yeah how yeah, unique your yeah. hobbies should be but uh basically write something you you enjoy i think my hobby was literally like long distance relationship with my now fiance so uh, that's cheating in my opinion or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey it's it's unique right I don't... <laughs> <laughs> yeah i just talked about sports like yeah, probably yeah. half the ortho bros that want to go into med school. So. Yeah, I lift. I <laughs> what is that one thing? I I pick things up and put them down. <laughs> but uh, uh, but yeah. So now let let's dive deeper into kind of those descriptions that you put for each activity. So we talked about the different types of activities you can put, but what about the the descriptions? I think one common thing most pre meds hear about the descriptions is you want to tell a story, right? Yeah. You don't you show, don't tell, you know, all the, all the great writing advice that you hear over and over and probably doesn't really help that much. Right? Yeah. You're probably just annoyed to hear it, but um, I think it's kind of a balance, right? Because you, you want them, I mean, these admissions people are seeing thousands of these applications. So you want it to be interesting story, like where your thing is like unique and it grabs their attention but you also want to describe the activity and what you did in a way so it's a big balance between the two right yeah so I don't know Zane what are some things you focused on when you were writing these things um I guess if something is kept like an experience is something that somebody wouldn't really understand based on like a description so like say your description is like hospital volunteering like that's super generic. You probably need to have one or two sentences describing 
what you actually did in that. Um, and then maybe you have, if you have room to write, like maybe not like a full blown story, but like a small excerpt of like an example of one time where you, you know you helped a patient and it was really impactful. That might be a good place to do that. So yeah, finding that balance is really key. And you know, in some cases, like food bank volunteering, like that's very like explicit. People know what you're doing. You can write like one sentence to get into something, like an example of like how it impacted you. Um, and I think a, a big thing also in that description is kind of like a takeaway um, from your experience. It doesn't always have to relate back to, you know, why you want to be a doctor and why medical school. It can just kind of be like something you learned from the experience about yourself, about others, just some sort of takeaway to, to go along with that. And I think that's why it took me so long to get my activity section down was because you want to do all that in 700 characters, which is like a paragraph. Right. So like not a lot of room to write those big stories. So in some cases, you're not going to write any stories. You're just going to kind of have like a very bland description and maybe like a one sentence, like example of what you did. And that's fine because like <laughs> if you're writing a story for all of these, people, it's going to get really confusing. So um, I think there's a big balance um, for that. Like you said, Danny, um, just kind of kind of go with the flow based on like what your ac activities are and how easy they are to describe. For sure. Yeah. I think a general format that I kind of followed was kind of like what you were saying was like the first sentence would be like a brief description and then I would try and transition into a story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I don't, I don't think I followed it for every single one because then it was exactly. repetitive, but you, you know, the, the deal where you kind of yeah. want to try and mix it up as best as you can, but exactly. uh, there probably will be, you know, a time when you're reviewing your MCAS application for the 20th time, <laughs> right before you submit it, that you reread these activities over and over and they all just like blend together. But, exactly. Uh, so that could, can be helpful and kind of, I mean, that, that kind of puts you in like these admissions people's shoes, right? Where they're reading all these applications uh, back to back to back. So maybe that could help exactly. a little bit. But uh, yeah, so another thing to kind of touch on is, again, these most meaningful experiences where you have these 700 characters and then you have an additional 1325 characters. So I think, the again, the general format I kind of used for that was the first 700, I used that mainly as kind of a description of the activity yeah. where I, I, I don't want to say I wrote it necessarily resume style or like, you know, I, I utilize multiple different things for this. But, <laughs> uh, it was, it was kind of more bare bones for those seven first 700 characters kind of just yeah. getting to the point on like what I did. And then the 1325 characters of the most meaningful remarks was like either a story or really showing what I took away from that experience. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Zane, which ones did you choose for your most meaningful experiences? Um, so for me, I think I got to remember, I know one of them was hospice volunteering. Mm -hmm. Another one was research. And my last one was like this engineering project that I was on. Um, and I think one important thing to talk about also is kind of what you're, I guess, alluding to is like, which experiences do you want to choose for these most meaningful and I think the answer is kind of like explicit um, in the name, whatever is most meaningful to you, right? <laughs> so whatever the, made the most impact on you, whatever you felt, whatever experience you felt you were able to make the most impact in is kind of what you want to put down for that. And for me, one thing that 
I initially struggled with at the beginning was um, the fact that for me, hospice volunteering was pretty meaningful at the time for me. But at the time, I had like very few hours of hospice volunteering. Um, so I was like very much concerned, like, oh, would it look bad if I like put down this like position as most meaningful when I've only done like so few hours? And it ended up working fine. So I think no matter how many hours you have, as long as you can give a really good description as to why that experience is meaningful, um, you know, I think you go feel free to put that down as most meaningful. Um, but I do think one <clears throat> key advice that you should try and follow is to make sure one most meaningful activity is <laughs> clinical because, you know, otherwise, why are you applying to that school if <laughs> none of your experience, most meaningful experiences are clinical or anywhere, any, anywhere, you know, related to clinical activity? experience so yeah yeah uh, just just remember the end goal that this is a, a med school application so it's probably a good idea to at least one of those to, to be somewhat related to medicine and not just yeah. have like basketball and music and like <laughs> I don't know hunting as your three most meaningful yeah, like experiences computer but, science like like research as all your most meaningful then like why are you not doing PhD yeah. so <laughs> essentially you want to avoid those questions coming up in the admissions committee mind when they're looking through the application for um, sure. Yeah. 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 It's, it's usually a pretty big um, kind of decision to like which three you're going to choose for the most meaningful. And yeah, I think a pretty common one is research and then some type of like clinical thing. And then uh, the, the third one is usually pretty variable between pre-meds, but I think those first two are pretty common as most. What were they say. for you again, Danny? I always forget. Uh, mine was research, um, being an EMT, and then uh, volunteering as uh, in an assisted living facility, which okay. I necessarily wasn't clinical, but I thought it was cool. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. So I think that kind of wraps up everything we wanted to say for most meaningful, right? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think so. Um, but yeah, so there, it doesn't seem like, I mean, when you're writing these things, it doesn't seem like you have a lot of characters, but um, when you add everything up, it actually adds up to a good amount. Uh, yeah. If you add up all 15 activities, if you choose to, you know, um, use all 15, that that's a good, like, maybe two, three pages of writing. I don't know. Exactly. So, so it, it takes some time. Definitely don't save it for the last minute because it's going to take some time to write these up. Um, I think I ended up saving mine for the last minutes, but, um, you know, yeah. it, it could be useful to you know, get started on these right away when you're actually doing the activities. Yeah, I, I kind of worked on them. Like whenever I got tired of like constantly reviewing my personal statement, I would mm -hmm. just go to activities and work on that, kind of go back and forth. That's a good strategy for sure, for <laughs> sure. Uh, but yeah, so that's kind of about the descriptions. Now let's talk about listing these hours because this is this is something where, you know, some pre-meds might stray to the, the dark side of medicine. Dun, <laughs> where, dun, dun. Because... Obviously, the application process is a competitive process, and mm -hmm. you want to stand out and you want to show that you've been very involved in these experiences, but it is very unethical to list hours that you have not done. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, basically, what it has on that application is you write the dates that you did this and then the total hours. So, again... Like, it's obviously going to be an estimate, but 
maybe an underestimate rather than an overestimate. I, I mean, I yeah, yeah. I think whatever you are comfortable with putting down, mm -hmm. like as long as it's somewhat re basically realistic of what you did. Like no one's gonna be like, oh my god, you did two hundred. You put down two seventy five, but really you did two hundred seventy. Like we're gonna come after you for those five. <laughs> like no, no one's gonna. But if it's like you put down like three hundred hours, in reality you did fifty hours. People are gonna be like, huh? Yeah. So um, yeah, just just don't do that. <laughs> just remember that the contact you're putting down, it is always possible that that contact might get contacted by Amcast or the medical school to get to verify your hours and and most I, likely it will happen if you end up getting in but they will probably contact i feel like right no <laughs> really <laughs> for what i heard they like rarely rarely do it but oh. well maybe it's like in extreme cases like say you put down like ten thousand hours they're yeah. probably gonna look into that yeah yeah but i mean that's just something to keep in mind um that's kind of like your i don't know honor check honor code yeah right? i mean like I feel like it's a better mindset to just think like they will check. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, again, this is medicine, right? Our job is to be ethical, professional. So yeah. if you're. And, and just to add a quick thing, even if you say, do have a contact that will vouch like, you know, that you did a thousand hours of like volunteering, like you really did like 10. Yeah. Please, <laughs> please don't put that down. That's, that's, don't be that person. Don't be, yeah. Don't be that person because then when it comes to interviews, people are going to be like, okay, so this is something you did for a thousand hours. You must mm -hmm. have like a lot of experiences. And then you know, all you can pull out is like one patient experience that you've had. Then they're going to be like, are you, you know, they're going to question it then too. So yeah. Med schools can call your BS. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, know. especially if they see for all 15 activities that you have like 2000 hours in each one, like Oh yeah. So, something's off there, man. <laughs> there are 24 hours in the day. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, but yeah, that kind of brings us a little bit to our next point where you have, there are some times where you have to estimate hours and specifically uh, when you're, you have the option of projecting your experiences. And what, yeah. what we mean by that is AMCAS allows you to, for the dates of these activities to list about a year in advance of from when you submit your application until August of the next year. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. August of the next year. So uh, that's, that's a lot of leeway there. I mean, it makes sense though, because like, say you're, you're doing a gap year and you're working as like an EMT for an entire yep. year. Uh, you want to put that on your application because that's what you're going to be doing. Um, but I think you have to start it by the time you submit your primary application. Yeah, yeah. You can't like be submitting the application in June and be starting it in like August or whatever. Like, or July. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. like a secondary app, like secondary thing for you. Yeah, for sure. But uh, for those, you obviously have to estimate how many hours you're going to do. So again, honor code here. <laughs> um, I mean, to be honest, what I've heard is that nobody really cares what you project in terms of hours. Oh, really? Like, okay. Well. I mean, like, because, I mean, projective hours don't really factor into, like, how much you, like, what you, you've done. So, For sure, I think yeah. just, like, projecting is kind of just give an idea, like, medical schools know that you're continuing to do these activities, you know, past, uh, past you submitting the application, and that you're not just like, oh, submit, okay, quit, everything. Yeah, they prob <laughs> probably take it with a grain of salt, because, I mean, there's a lot of people that once they get into med school, uh, you know, they kind of stop that gap year job um, at some points, probably 
before the time they before august hey, that's fine that's fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah we I mean, we may or may not be <laughs> <laughs> uh, we played before the time those. well i mean we're like yeah if you start well, yeah, in I mean, july we, yeah, 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 yeah. but mean, yeah. um yeah so i think that kind of wraps up everything that we wanted to cover for activities right do you have anything yeah. else to add yeah i think that's everything yeah. yeah but yeah so that's kind of the activity section like we said don't don't underestimate it because it's going to take some time uh it'll probably take maybe like a, i don't know it took me like three or four days straight of just writing to to perfect Damn, it. that's actually really impressive then what like finishing it in three to four days oh well yeah i mean i, I pushed it to the last minute so you know <laughs> i don't i don't know how impressive that is because um hey it worked yeah i guess so but um but yeah so that's the activity section um, it's a big part of your application. It's probably what you're going to be talking about the most in your interviews. So uh, take it seriously. That's that's my advice. But yeah. Um, but yeah, that that with that that kind of wraps up our primary application series. I know we're recording this kind of middle of June, so people are either have already submitted their primary or hopefully about kind to. Of, yeah, about to. And now we're kind of in that stage where once you submit, you have to wait like maybe a month or so if you submitted like right at the beginning. Uh, that it opened um, mm -hmm. just for the people at AMCAS to check over your grades and approve them and stuff. And I think the earliest your application gets sent to schools is around like late June. Um, but then after that, that's when secondary start rolling in. So yeah, so that that is the, the rough part of the application process, I think. I mean, it's all pretty rough. The MCAT writing these activities, yeah. personal but statement. That's when you really feel the pressure, I feel like. I think so, yeah. But yeah, so um, we're going to, we're wrapping up this series, but we're rolling right into the next series. We're going to be starting yeah. a new series about secondaries, some common questions, how to approach them. How long they're going to take or they definitely take a while uh, and much more so um yeah so i hope you guys enjoyed listening but just remember at the end of the day we're just two scrubs talking about what it's like to become a doctor yes sir yes sir all right thanks everyone and hope to see you next time hope they tune in yeah for the yeah, hope, hope they tune in. okay i always mess that up <laughs> hope you guys tune in next time all right peace See ya.